Payments is an industry that has an incredibly wide moat. Throughout my career, I've, I've evolved with payments technology. The world of financial services are you know, changing quite quickly. I always knew I was going to start my own company. Welcome to InCheck with FinTech. Welcome back to another episode of InCheck with FinTech. This week is a super special week at PCN because we and our sister brand, Digital Source, are celebrating Women in Tech Week. We are joined by data scientist and educator Ms. Red Terp, founder of So You Want to Be a Data Scientist. She started her career at IBM and moved to My Tomorrows and has launched her educational platform to help people switch careers to data science. We're diving into gender equality and representation in the tech and data space. But if you never start, it just keeps looking like a big daunting task that you can never tackle. All right. Good morning, Misra, and welcome to this Digital Source Digest Women in Tech special. Uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, on this episode. How are you today? I'm good. I'm great. I'm really excited to be here. Good. We're excited to have you. So, uh, yeah, let's immediately start up with uh, you telling us a little bit more about yourself and your platform. Mm -hmm. Of course. Uh, so currently I am working full-time on my platform, so you want to be a data scientist.com. Uh, what I do there is basically I am creating content for people who want to become data scientists, who are not yet there in their career, who might be working in other areas, in other industries, or in other professions, but want to become data scientists. And I do that by creating video content on blogs on how to get jobs, preparing for interviews, similar things like that, and also making online courses more on the technical details and practical details of uh, data science. Before that, I was working as a data scientist myself, <laughs> which is probably not really surprising. Um, I was working as a consultant for a while. And after that, I was working as an in-house data scientist in a healthcare company. Throughout those years, I've decided that it's actually very important to also educate people on the side and help people who want to enter this community. And yeah, that's why I basically find myself here. Nice. Sounds good. Can you tell us the main reason for starting So You Want to Be a Data Scientist? Like, why is it important? Well, the main reason was actually, at first, it was just to answer people's questions. Because on LinkedIn, you know, people can see me as a data scientist. And they were asking me questions like, how can I study for uh, data science? How can I get my first data science job? And I was trying to answer people as best I can, but I realized at some point that everyone was asking me the same questions. So I prepared some blog posts uh, to answer those questions so that I can, you know, every time someone asks me, I can send that to them. But then I also started sharing them publicly uh, and basically one thing led to another. And I was like, okay, this actually seems to be very helpful. I'm getting really good feedback. Why don't I also make a podcast interviewing other people or other data scientists to get their experience? And uh, after that, I was like, okay, maybe I can start making some videos, telling people some technical details, how machine learning works, etc." And after a while, I was like, okay, this seems like all nice and, uh, you know, not really together information. Maybe I can start making courses to tell people big concepts in one go. And yeah, again, all of a sudden it kind of like one thing led to another. And now I had the So You Want to Be a Data Scientist platform. Super nice. And now you're all familiar with being in front of the camera as well, right? 
Yes, <laughs> it really helps. It really helped because when you need to make videos every week, then it really makes you familiar with the camera and the microphone and lights and everything. Exactly. Well, you're a natural, super nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So, uh, yeah, looking at your blogs, you have interviewed a lot of inspiring people, inspiring women in data, in tech. Um, so how do these conversations act as a catalyst for change? It really shows other people who are either in the data science area already or who are who want to enter the data science area that they are not the only ones who are suffering. They are not the only ones who have problems and they're not the only one who feel like an outcast or a fraud, to be honest, because everyone is kind of unsure about their talents, about their background. And I think the most important thing that this shows us when we talk about specifically the backgrounds of the people on those podcasts is that everyone starts somewhere. Through the interviews and through the podcast, um, did you come across any uh, common challenges shared by your interviewees or shared by the, yeah, the specific women in tech and data that you interviewed? I feel like one thing that I saw, one challenge that I saw is really mental and kind of like a mindset challenge that you can come up with excuses if you want to, to not do something. And uh, Especially as women, I think we really tend to not be sure of ourselves. So I think that that's the number one thing that I saw in nearly all of my interviews, uh, that people, even if they are already at a very important position, like a senior data scientist or a lead data scientist at a nice firm, they still had those questions about themselves. And the second thing is more external. What I saw was that people have, or women specifically, have trouble being taken seriously. So you know, they start a new job and they have to prove themselves at worst before someone even trusts them. So maybe that might not be the same for men. I have not interviewed that many men, so I cannot make a scientific argument there. But uh, it seems like I felt that too. I also heard that from my interviewees. People think that they have to prove themselves first for other people to think that they're capable. And I think that's been a serious challenge for people because after a while, after you're in this for three, four years, you don't want to prove yourself to be able to get a proper project every single day, right? So I think those two things would be the most important challenges or the most common challenges that I've come across. About advice, like what is the best professional advice that has ever been given to you, that you ever received? Sure. Uh, so... This is actually not only specific to professional uh, advice or professional area, but something that I've actually heard recently that really clicked clicked with me was let other people say no to you. And what that means is, you know, sometimes when you want to apply to a job, or it could even be ask someone out, or you want to start a new hobby, we always have these things in our heads that tell us you know what, it's not going to work out. Don't even try. You're going to hear no. People are going to laugh at you. People are going to think that you're silly. You're not experienced enough. And I feel like it really works to just go for it and let other people say no to you. Don't say no to yourself before you even start trying. And I think that kind of just start doing something attitude is the thing that brought me to where I am today. And that's why I kind of want to go with it from now on too, because what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You apply for a job, they're going to say no, or you're going to join two interviews and they're going to say no. You will still have that experience under your belt. And what's the best thing that can happen? Well, they hire you. And then you'll be one step closer to your dream job. So I think it's very important to remember, just kind of let your guards down and tell, let other people tell you no, and don't stop yourself from trying things. 
Nice, good advice. And is this also something, because you started your own platform, like a big step, is this also an advice that you followed up yourself? Like, I'm just going to do it now? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because sometimes you, you know, have these little hiccups, you're not even aware of them. Maybe something happened in your childhood and that's why you're intimidated by something. But once you start doing things, once you start progressing, I feel like things just fall into place and things become a little bit easier. You might have been in the right place at the right time and met the right person, but this is business anyways. No one is going to hire you just because you look nice or you treat them nicely or, you know, I don't know, you are lucky and that day you were glowing and they were impressed by you. No, people are going to hire you. People are going to uh, offer you, give you references only if you are worthy already. So that's, I think, number one thing that we as women need to remember you are worthy and what you did, the amount of work that you put into yourself and your life so far is the thing that's going to help you take advantage of those lucky days. So don't think that everything is luck. It's all you. Being worthy and you are worthy. I think this is um, a great sentence to end off this uh, episode of uh, mm -hmm. Digital Source uh, Digest with the special edition Women in Tech. Thank you so much, Misra, for your time. And uh, hopefully we'll speak soon again. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was amazing. <laughs> of course, thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to In Check with FinTech. Happy Women in Tech Week. If you want to be kept up to date, you can find us on iTunes and Spotify. If you have not done so, please like and subscribe. Thanks for listening, and we'd like to leave you with a more serious message from our partner Free A Girl, who are dedicated to fighting child prostitution and impunity all over the world. Hi, I'm Evelyn, CEO and founder of Free A Girl. Every day, two million children, especially girls, are being held captive worldwide. They are locked up and exploited in brothels, dance bars, or online, forced into sexual exploitation. Their freedom is taken away together with their youth, family and future. We are dedicated to fight sexual exploitation of children by rescuing these girls. Please join us, unlock their freedom and unlock your potential by becoming a business partner. Please visit freeagirl.com for more information. Thank you.